Welcome to Checking Out the Competition, Pittsburgh Penguins. We are joined by our pal Jim Rixner from Pennsburg. Jim, how are you? Doing wonderful, Chloe. Thanks for having me. Thanks. Jim is the managing editor over at Pennsburg, where they do excellent work, if you want to go check them out. Um, but yeah, let's dive right into this. It has been quite a while since the Penguins and the Flyers last played, because the schedule this year is bonkers. Um so it was way back in October, and I don't remember there being anything remarkable about that game, so I don't think we should revisit it. It's like it almost never happened. Yeah, just a modest points total, I guess, huh? <laughs> you know, sometimes you score a touchdown. It's, <laughs> you know, it's fine. <laughs> it happens. But um, why don't you give me, as much as you can, a bit of a rundown on what's been going on with the Pens for essentially this entire season, since we haven't seen them since the beginning of October. Yes, it's it's been a challenging season uh, uh, and a rewarding one, too, I think. Um, The Penguins just crossed 200 man games of injuries, and it's not just any, as you probably heard. Uh, Crosby missed 28 games. Brian Dumoulin's been out since November 30th. Evgeny Malkin missed some time, so... They've really had like just overlapping injuries. Just as soon as one guy goes out, like a Justin Schultz goes down, Chris Letang comes back, Dumoulin goes down. So it's just been a, a roller coaster of of pain really this season. But somehow, some way, due to some players stepping up, some great goaltending by Tristan Jari out of nowhere, really, some great coaching by Mike Sullivan, that uh, the Pens have found ways to keep on winning. Pretty unsurprisingly, or pretty surprisingly, that they've with what they've dealt with, that they've kept it rolling. Yeah, I wanted to ask you about that because it's one of those things that I think drives the fans of other hockey teams crazy, um, that the Penguins, almost every year it seems like, deal with some major injury issues, and somehow it never seems to hurt them in the standings. They just continue to win games with a group of dudes we've never heard of, and this season especially, you lost Crosby for almost like half the season, right? Like he was out for a long time. Um, and he, of course, just comes back and, like, gets four points in his first game back because he's Sidney Crosby and is ridiculous. So now things are going even better for you guys. What is it about the Penguins that gives them this ability to just ride through these injuries without any problems? It's been pretty remarkable this year. Like you've mentioned, it's, it's guys you've never heard of, maybe. But they've done a good job, I think, for better or for worse, one thing about the Penguins is they cycle through a lot of players. So like a Jared McCann, for instance, this is his second season, but they just got him pretty recently and he's done really well. Or they picked up a guy like Dominic Cahoon who got hurt on Sunday, but they got him from Chicago and he's done really well. Or they find John Marino from out of nowhere, really, and he just is automatically a NHL top four defenseman, which is really remarkable. So maybe some good luck, maybe some like since Justin Schultz has missed time and Chris Letang's missed time, that's opened up opportunities for a guy like John Marino to stay, mm-hmm. and he's made the most of it, and, and they've done well. on. Like I said earlier, though, I, I think you could make the case that Tristan Jari's perhaps been the best goalie in the NHL up to this point in the year. He, he had a 930 save percentage for pretty much the whole season, so that helps, too. They've, they've been able to get the goaltending, and when you're getting that, that's going to hold you in the games a lot of times, and that's what happened so far. Yeah, and it seems like your goalies are kind of splitting. It's like a real tandem situation you got going there, right? 
Looks like 26 starts for Matt Murray, 24 for Tristan Jerry. Yeah, Matt Murray was uh, – he was great in October, but then in November and December, he really played poorly, and Tristan Jari played awesome. So they were riding the hot hand, and the hot hand's gone all the way to the All-Star game now in Jari. But Matt Murray started now the last two games. He beat Detroit last Friday, which is what it is because Detroit isn't that good. And mm-hmm. it, it seems like they're trying to get Murray back in the swing of things more, and they want him to do it. That's why they played him again against Boston on Sunday. and. He gave up three goals. He was very shaky early, but he also made the last 24 saves he saw to help them win. So it's, it's kind of unsettled right now, but they'll take the good performances where they can get them. Yeah, we're recording this on Sunday, and about half an hour ago or so, the Penguins came back from down three, right? The Bruins were leading 3 nothing, and then the yep. Penguins won 4-3, to three. Um, which is a mixed bag because, haha, Boston, but also, damn it, the Penguins. Um but yeah, I, you guys have won six of your last seven. Obviously, things are going well for the team. What is it specifically kind of like in a micro level? Like we've talked about what's been going well on the season. What specifically has been going well during the stretch of wins that is getting points on the board for the Penguins? The biggest factor, it's no secret, and something you touched on, Sidney Crosby came back last week, and he's been back for four games now, and he has eight points in those four games. He had a goal each of the first three games, so obviously that, that's been a huge shot of energy and a big help to get him back, and um, he had the groin hernia surgery thing, and they said it was about a six- to eight-week injury, and he missed a little over eight weeks, so they definitely mm-hmm. gave him all the time he needed, and that seems to really paid off because he's hit the ground running, so I would point to him. Brian Rust has scored 21 goals and 43 points in just 35 games, which for him is off the charts. He's found great chemistry with Malkin. So th- that's really where you have to start us to specifically why the Penguins are doing so great lately. Did you expect that the Penguins would be second in the Metro this season when the season started? Is this kind of where you saw things going? or Because honestly, like you have to think at some point the team that's been carried by two superstars that are now in their early 30s, at some point, those two are going to stop being able to carry the team completely. But you replace one really good goaltender that won you guys some cups with another very good goaltender that's getting you guys a lot of wins. Do you expect that Pittsburgh is ever going to fall off, or are we looking at them being second, third in the division for the foreseeable? I do think for the foreseeable, because... Like you were saying, I, I wrote a blog post in the summer. is like, which is likely do the Penguins win the division or miss the playoffs? Because at that point, a couple of their personnel decisions were looking kind of crazy, mm-hmm. and they had not traded Eric Branson. So at that point, it, it kind of looked like they're at a crossroads, but a lot of the retooling they did this summer paid off. Like I mentioned, uh, Cahoon's been great. Brandon Tana has been an awesome energy bottom line grinder for them which his contract probably is going to bite in the long term. But for now, he's been just he's been great. So uh, to answer your question, I would say for the foreseeable future, I think the Penguins will be, you know, for at least another two, three, four years, a, a really solid team because like Malkin was bad last year. He had a bad season by his standards and he has 50 points in 36 games. So he's like back to playing. I, I don't want to say an MVP type of level, but his production mm-hmm. is, is really, really high. So when you have that and, and Crosby, when he's played, he's been one of the best players on ice as he was on Sunday against the Bruins. So I think like they're showing no real signs of slowing down. It's just that 
you know, they their their supporting cast this year has done really well, which I think is encouraging and surprises me really where they where I thought they'd be over the summer to where they are now is has impressed me and it's been more than I thought it would, to be honest. You know, I kind of like hearing that only because I have allowed myself to believe that the Flyers are going to be good again. Um, And honestly, you know, I don't know about you guys, but I have completely given up on the Pittsburgh Flyers rivalry because it's just meaningless now because the Flyers have been so bad. Like there isn't a rivalry. The Pens are good. The Flyers are bad. Nothing is going, you know, they're not going to meet up in the playoffs. There's not going to be anything fun there. Um, So that like real fun, like seething sports hatred that our two teams had for each other. If they're both good again, maybe that'll come back. And it was a lot of fun. So as much as I hate the idea that the pens are going to be, given us hell for the next few years, I kind of welcome it because it might be fun again. Rivalries are fun, I think. Yeah, they are. And I mean, you never knew. I I picked the Flyers to make the playoffs in the preseason. I think they still have a really good chance. But with all the talent in the division, I think you knew somebody would take another step, kind of like Carolina has in the past couple years, whether it was like Jersey or the Flyers. And although, I mean, the young talent, like 22, 23 and under for the Flyers. I mean, you would think in the next couple of years, if it keeps coming together, I'm sure, as you know, like there, it looks like bright times are on the horizon for you guys, but it feels like it's been that way for a few years now where you yeah. just think, you know, that some of those guys are coming along. Next so. year. And, next yeah, year is the year. It's like the Cubs the back in the day. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's rough, but you know, yeah. So let's get back to this game. The Penguins are playing extremely good hockey. Sidney Crosby's back doing ridiculous Sidney Crosby things like passing through two inch wide lanes and passing through his legs on a backhand to score goals. Like he's ridiculous. Um, so tell me what the Penguins biggest weakness is right now that the Flyers might be able to take advantage of to try and win this game. We'll have to see how it goes. Like you said, we're taping this on Sunday, and in the Sunday game, Dominic Cahoon left hurt. Dominic Simone left hurt. Jake Gensel is out for a long, long time, and I still don't feel good enough to talk about that because that's just so devastating. So uh, the Penguins' weakness right now would be bottom or top six forwards. Even Jared McCann, who's played well, he blew a defensive assignment against Patrice Bergeron, which obviously isn't a good idea, and that ended up yeah, in the back of the net. So <laughs> so he's not even playing that well himself. So I would say, like, I not knowing right now what Cahoon's like and what Simone's like, that, you know, what – they have to surround Crosby and Malkin with, you know, in the immediate future is kind of weak because it looks like the Pens are just, even though they're winning some games here lately, they're just trying to get to the bye week and the All-Star mm. break. And, and this is their last game. And then coming out, their first game after the break is also against the Flyers. So yep. hopefully that will, you know, give some energy on both sides and be for good games. Tell me about a player that we might not have heard of, maybe one of these new guys um, that's filling in for injury that you think could be an important player in this game. I Well, I think some people might have heard of him, but he's still a rookie. John Reno is just, he's really good. Like, he's come out of nowhere, and they acquired him from the Edmonton Oilers, and he was going to go back to Harvard this year and play his senior year out. 
but then they kind of convinced them like, oh, just come to training camp, sign with us, we'll give you a shot to make the team. And I don't know really why he would have thought he could have made the team because for right shooting defensemen, they have Chris Letang, Justin Schultz, they had Erica Branson, they had Chad Ruedel as kind of depth. But John Marino did make the team, and he was just so good. He they never sent him down. He's playing over 20 minutes a game. He's moving the he moves the puck well. He plays well in all three zones. Right now he has 23 points in 47 games, and I don't think he's scoring enough to be in the Rookie of the Year contest, especially with like Quinn Hughes and Cole McCarr out in Colorado. But mm-hmm. he's just John Marino is just a really really solid defenseman, and he's young, and he looks like he should be a really good player for a lot of years to come. Anything you're looking forward to in this game? Any Flyers you like seeing play? Yeah, I mean, I like Sean Couturier. I, I like his all-around game. Um, Voracek. Uh, I haven't seen much of Morgan Frost plays. I think he's around right now, right? He's kind of been up and down. Uh, no. no. He's oh. currently down, unfortunately. Well, yeah. That's too bad. <laughs> Could change. You know, you never know what will happen tomorrow. Yeah, but that's, that's true. It seems like he's on the yo-yo, but yeah. I, I would like to see him play a little more, just any more of the younger guys that are coming around. Because, like I said, I, I think that will be the strength in a few years here is if, if they, you know, put them in bigger roles going forward. So one more thing I want to ask you um, before we get to the end here. Kind of generally um, – for Pens fans, if you've got an idea of this, for you know the people that work for your site that cover the Pens, what is the general feeling about the Flyers if there is one? Like, do you get the sense that the Pens community is kind of like, all right, the Flyers might be good again. Looks like they might sneak in the playoffs. They might do something. Or is it still kind of a situation where the Flyers have been so bad for so long that you guys don't even think about us anymore? Focus on more important things like Canes and Caps. No, I I definitely think, especially on an emotional level, that you know, the scars just won't go away. Like Penguins Flyers are still there's there's still the biggest rivalry, even more than the Capitals. Like, I mean, I think everybody acknowledges the Capitals these days have have more going for them. But I would say, like, if you ask a Penguins fan, like, oh, we have three games this week, like Capitals, Flyers, Rangers. Which one do we gotta win? Everybody would say Flyers still. Maybe a couple okay. of adults, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I think the Penguins fans are still invested in the rivalry a mm-hmm. lot because, like, somehow how the games go, just like the outdoor game was was back and forth. And it always seems like Penguins-Flyers games, there will be a big swing. Like, one team will get up 2 or 3 nothing, and then it'll be 3-3 three to three at the end, and it's always a close finish. And, you know, there's still some physicality and some stuff after the whistle. So I, I think the game still matter, matters a lot, and that the players too, that would be like the big, that's still the big rivalry, I think for the pens. That's fun. All right. That's, that's good. That makes me happy. So the seeds are still there. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely not irrelevant. Yeah. Soon we will hate each other violently again. Yeah. yeah, Things will be back to the natural order of things. (laughs) The last thing I'll ask you is for a shot in the dark prediction for the final score of this game, which I do not think will end with anyone getting a touchdown. But yeah. you're free to pick. You're free to pick whatever score you'd like. <laughs> Probably no touchdown. Uh, like again, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a four to three game in either direction. Maybe five three with an empty net. Um, I'll say Penn's five three with an empty netter at the end. A couple of points for Crosby. A couple of points for Malkin, just because they're scoring a lot these days. But I certainly wouldn't be shocked if it ends up going the other way, especially since this is the last game going into the break for the Pens. Who knows? And they played a lot in the past, like, week to ten games. So who knows what what their energy will be or what what kind of 
focus and motivation they'll have for it, but I'm sure it'll get going pretty in a big way once they hit the ice and get in that arena and get booed. Yeah, so this is a tough one for me because the Flyers have generally played really well at home, um, and they're coming off a, a pretty good win, um, and this is also their last game before the long break against noted rival Pittsburgh Penguins. So one would hope that they're going to come out with a lot of jump. However, um, I'm sure you know Carter Hart is hurt right now, so we are looking at Brian Elliott and Alex Lyon. Um, I have a total confidence in Brian Elliott as a backup. Um, I worry about him a lot when he starts to have to play too many games. Um, so I think that for the Flyers, this game is going to hang a lot on the goaltending, especially when you're talking about guys like Crosby and Malkin who can score it well. You're going to need your goaltender to make some saves and allow you to win the game. So it's going to be interesting for the Flyers, but I'm going to remain positive and I'm going to say, uh, let's go four to three Flyers. It'll be one of those exciting ones. Yeah. I mean, I think everybody will be happy pretty much if it's a good game and you know, knowing yeah. these teams maybe overtime or everybody gets a point type of thing going forward. <laughs> you guys don't need any more points, okay? Enough points for you. We're taking hey. all of the points from this one because we are in desperate need of all the points that we can get. But yeah, I just hope uh I hope everybody goes out and has fun out there. Yeah. Both teams. Everybody has <laughs> fun, gets through the game, then gets to go to Bahamas or wherever they're all going. <laughs> yeah, better places than where we are. Exactly. <laughs> All right, Jim, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This was fun. Yeah, no problem. Thanks for having me. Yeah, the game is, of course, 7.30 p.m. puck drop. It's a national broadcast, so you can find it wherever you find those games, wherever you're listening. Jim, thank you again. Head over to Pennsburg to learn a little bit about the Pens if you want to do that ahead of the game. Everyone enjoy it. Go Flyers.